If you're an expert when it comes to mathematics, or you just think you are, our next guest has some eye-opening reasons why math skills are critical in today's world. With the story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks, Chris. We're talking with Ellen Peters, professor of psychology at The Ohio State University. Dr. Peters, welcome to InfoTrack. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So your study looked at people, whether they think they're good at math and whether they really are good at math. Tell us about that. We have been really interested in how math ability ends up influencing how people make decisions. It's sort of the idea that STEM education or education in science and technology and math is important for people getting jobs. But we are also really interested in whether it's important to how people make decisions. But there are different ways that people can be good with numbers. They can be good with numbers in terms of being able to score well on a math test. But they can also be good with numbers in the sense that they feel comfortable with them. They're willing to work with numbers. They don't mind making some calculations to do things like balance their checkbook or do their taxes. But it turns out that how good we think we are at math doesn't necessarily mean that we really are good at math. And why do you suppose that is that some people think they're good at math and they really aren't and people who are the opposite of that? Well, we're not really sure why that's the case. There are a bunch of different reasons it might be. Some people just tend to be kind of overconfident in a sense. They see themselves as being sort of good at everything. That's one possibility where other people might think they're underconfident. They just think in general they're not as good. But there are also other things that might make a difference too. How people are trained in school might make a difference. So when you're learning math originally, maybe you actually had a pretty good math teacher, but maybe you had some really bad experiences along the way where you were embarrassed at how badly you did or... You know, there's lots of different places that that might happen along the way. And so even though in the end you ended up being pretty good at math, you might not realize it. It might not feel that way because it has to do with our emotions rather than objectively what we're good at sometimes. So talk just for a moment about the actual results of this study and what you found. You know, who is good at math, who's not, and so forth. We actually recruited people on a college campus. So overall, these are people who are going to be relatively good at math. They're pretty highly educated. But in this particular study, among the people who thought that they were bad at math, most of them actually didn't do very well on our math test. So about 80% of people who thought they were bad at math, in fact, didn't do very well on our math test. But one-fifth of the people actually did really well on our math test, despite the fact that they didn't think they were very good at math. And then there are people who think they're really good at math, and they might or might not actually be good. And there what we saw was that about 60% of the people who thought they were good at math actually were, but almost 40% who thought they were good at math really didn't do very well on our math test. I'm sure there's been research into this. I know your study didn't specifically cover this, but why are some people so much better at math than others? This is one of those places where there are lots of reasons. Some people find it more interesting than other people, so they're willing to work harder at it. Related to what we've done, if you think you're not good at math, you might be much less likely to approach it. So even in our study, we show that people who think they're not very good at math, they're more likely to give up on a particular number task in our study. And that might be true in math classes as well. If you think you're not very good at it, you don't have a whole lot of motivation to keep on trying and practicing and playing with numbers and doing those kinds of things. What is there that perhaps a parent could learn from your study and apply to how they deal with their child in terms of encouraging math or trying to help them enjoy it? One of the main things I think that our study points out is that both of those things are important. 
and they're important for a lot of reasons. So being good at math is really important in terms of being able to deal with numbers out in the world and being able to make decisions with numbers. And making decisions with numbers is really important because that has to do with your finances. It has to do with how much wealth you accrue across your lifespan. But it also has to do with your health. People who are better with numbers, who are better at calculating, they're better at doing things like trying to figure out how much medicine you should be taking when you have to adjust that medication over time and other kinds of numeric kinds of things that are involved in health. But it turns out that feeling good about numbers is really important too. And so that parents, if you don't think they're doing very well in math, you don't want to make them feel bad about it. Because if they carry those bad feelings out into adulthood, what our study results would suggest is that they might be less likely to persevere with just everyday tasks that involve numbers. And those are things like doing your taxes, persevering with trying to figure out exactly what dosage of medicine that you're going to do best on. It looks as if it might be associated with those kinds of things. Now, mind you, we didn't study doing your taxes or taking medicines, but the results of the study that we did do suggest that if you feel bad about how good you are with numbers, you might be less likely to persevere with other kinds of number-related tasks in real life. And I think that's really important for parents to understand. If you were going to choose one thing that was perhaps most surprising in this study to you, was there something that really popped out? One of the things that I found most interesting in this study had to do with a number task. It's not a math test, but it's a test of your memory for numbers. We gave people a bunch of numbers to remember, like 17 and 37 and 84. And then we asked them later on just to repeat them back to us. And what we found was that people who thought they weren't very good at numbers, they were actually much less likely to keep trying in that task. And so they might remember the first one and the second one maybe, but then at some point they stopped trying. In essence, they didn't persevere in that task. And what that suggests to us, and we're really interested in doing more studies on this, is that that might mean that they don't persevere in tasks in real life that require you to keep going back to the numbers. And then the other thing that ended up being really interesting is that even though they stopped trying in a sense, they didn't persevere as much in that task, they nonetheless, when they did try, they did really well. So, in fact, people who believed that they were good at numbers, they actually did a little less well than these people who thought that they weren't good with numbers. The people who thought they weren't good with numbers didn't persevere, but when they tried, they were much more likely to get it correct. And I thought that was really interesting. Fascinating subject. Dr. Ellen Peters, co-author of this study and professor of psychology at The Ohio State University. Thank you very much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.